say this but after starting in 1899 and peaking with 2500 store locations in the year 1994 unfortunately kmart is not back Damn. just Oof. three stores left no way yes came out this week i think they closed a like a location in fucking new jersey or something there's just three store locations left on kmart uh, according to my, uh, you know, muckraking journalism here, but uh, that's why we've got fact checking Alex there to make sure we're good. Yeah, yeah I, Kmart. I got fired from there in high school. Get the fuck out. <laughs> wow, bittersweet day. So you ended up winning. How about that? You outlasted your your high school job. Yeah, you're right. I knew that too. Everyone needs a good firing every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but it yeah, alleged, it was an alleged offense. Of course. <laughs> what was the alleged offense? Uh, me, Katie Graves, Jordan McDonald, and someone else <laughs> allegedly. What a squad. First I time. remember this. Allegedly, we're making fake rewards accounts and typing <laughs> our own phone number when people would check out. Allegedly, we got caught doing that. And Funny enough, the dude who fired us, who said he was going to call the cops on us, got taken out in handcuffs four months later for real embezzlement from the cat. <laughs> Classic. Good old embezzlement. So he was just mad that you guys were doing a better job than him? Yeah, he smelled like booze all the time. I was like, dude, this is like... <laughs> Wait, so that's a heady play what you got like bonuses if you the more people that signed up for the rewards upon no, checkout it's like how a, at a store like if you type in your phone number like at like 7-eleven or something you get points and you right buy right stuff with it. yeah uh we allegedly just typed in we just made this like one fake account just typed in the same number instead of asking people for theirs and would buy like <laughs> food and shit yeah hey, allegedly that's a heady play yeah. Um, happy 420 to all those who partake, of course. Uh, Coachella, is that on your guys' bucket list? That's what I've grown in old age, I fear, is that I'm not the concert guy anymore, not like I used to be. I really enjoyed ACL, but I was talking to people about Coachella, and apparently it's just like it's more to like see famous people and like it's all about the outfits and not so much about the music. Right, right. So I I could, I don't think I'd be a big fan. Yeah, it's a clout fest there. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, I'll do you one better. How about Revolve Festival? Uh, you know, we almost had a fire fest on our hands. Apparently, they just totally unprepared for the busing, all these influencers to the, the separate concert. It was basically an even bigger clout fest than <laughs> fucking Coachella. Uh, what I found funny was all the TikTokers like screaming their heads off, saying, I'm too famous to deal with this shit. And the bus drivers were probably in their 50s trying to figure out who is more famous than who out of this group <laughs> of like 18 year olds. Hey, is that two turn Tony? Wait, this is the first time hearing about Revolve. What is it? Yeah, oh, dude, it was like this exclusive kind of invite only influencer concert that Jack Harlow performed at. I think someone else performed Post. at. Post. Post was there. Post was there. Yep. Um, okay. 
but yeah, like, I don't know. I, it was like, you know, I feel like there were some TikTokers that were just sent there by uh, brand or by Coachella to kind of just stream their time at Coachella for brand exposure for the concert overall. Yeah. Cause it had been two years. I, I kind of, so Darian's all, we were watching it on, what was it? Maybe Easter Sunday, like all the TikToks and videos and stuff. And it was some sort of like, it's a brand and they purposefully tried to set up their own festival on the way to Coachella. So it was kind of like, Hey, yeah, if you get invited, you get to come to this uh, specialized event. There's going to be extra influencers there. Basically just build hype around like a fire fest situation, like build hype around a brand and all this stuff. And uh, back to like Dylan's point, basically I'm just imagining myself as like these bus drivers and stuff like, your your career is bussing people and all of a sudden you get the worst of them all and you're like like screw these guys like i don't know it's not worth yeah like this. gen z complaining and then gen z like influencers but it was like everyone's standing around for like hours like yeah. so they were rightfully pissed off you yeah. know it was kind of like hey i'm missing coachella for the super exclusive thing <laughs> it was just people are there's no water people are left in the sun like the bus was like ah oh, we can't people are trying to rush the bus to get on Jeez, so it really was like a fire festival. Right, exactly. There was like videos of guys at the I saw uh at the like entrance of the bus being like, let me see your influencer bands and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. It's just like <laughs> just you so know, cringe. it's just like yeah, they're just yeah, it, it's probably I don't know what it is though. Like speaking to the whole concert thing, like are concerts like too hard to manage now or what what's up? I, I maybe it's a combination of kind of now that they're back, everyone wants to go out and it's everyone has to re-remember I how can. to do it again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've got, all right. Your name, uh, chase and loot, uh, your famous, uh, level. Well, I, uh, you know, had that one song that I did a dance to, um, about to, they're about to put levels or like stars on how, how years. influenceable you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, exclusivity was not an issue at the smoke perp concert which uh, had 10 people. Did you guys see the videos of this? I saw the video of that. It looked like he was performing at a Dave and Buster's. What was this smoke perp? It's Lil, yeah. It's him and Lil Pump were like SoundCloud rappers who made it big. And, you know, Lil Pump's arguably made it big. I, I'm actually a fan of smoke perp, but yeah, it looked like the concert that he was performing at the concert we went to was Mike Stud when we were 15 years old. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah. But like, it like looked like a sixth grade mixer when like you and your friends were the first ten people to get there, and, and he was right in their face. Alive. He was wrapping yeah. his ass off. He was going hard. Damn. Yeah, fuck, that'd be embarrassing, dude. Oh yeah, I felt bad, but yeah, <laughs> it literally looked like like a Dave and Buster's or something. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to find a good like photo to show. Right, but... if there's a video, feel free to pull it up whenever um brennan's favorite artist lizzo bears all in a new magazine cover did you guys uh grace over this photo no um, i mean you know again to each his own she she's she you know she's putting herself out there i'll say it was crazy she it was basically just her bare ass uh like boarding a plane i you know it was something but on the cover I of a magazine okay i did see that and people were actually mad and they were like why the fuck is she allowed to do this? But, and then they compared it to this model who was flying like commercial, but was like told she had to put on something over her sports bra. Wow. Okay. 
but yeah, like, it was just like, what is it was flying private at least? Like she can wear whatever you wear, whatever the fuck you want if you're flying private. Yeah, good point. All right, here, yeah, this is literally the photos of. I it, it looked like my God, the, it looks like Cam's barbecue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody there. I wonder what that bar was. That <laughs> fuck. I I can't find a good video. Oh, it's just trying to. Oh wait, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Hopefully, go. this is some good content. Um. Because I haven't pre-watched it. Yeah, let's. Yeah, here we go. So this is Smoke Perp literally on stage. Oh, <laughs> everyone's literally. Yeah, as Brandon put it up there, or you know, laid it out. Everyone's just fucking right, rushing up the. You know, they got the show of their lives. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever been to? I mean, you kind of mentioned it, but like, have you ever been to like a bad turnout concert and it feels like it's just for you guys? I, I don't to think a, I have been. I mean, I like other than go on. other than like what Dylan was saying, like in high school when we'd go to like Hoodie Allen and Mike Stuck. But that was still popping in our. But that's like it's kind of like what you expected. Like they were just small arenas. They just they filled still, out a bar, like a yeah, bar room almost. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like the <laughs> we went to some concerts in high school. You know, just because to do whatever. We went to a Goo Goo Dolls concert. That might have been the most dead one I've been to. It was just kind of a parsed crowd. Um, Whose concert? Yeah. You cut out there. Whose concert? Uh, the, the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh. Uh, uh, which I enjoyed thoroughly. But uh, we went to Gaines concert in high school. <laughs> was the turnout? That, that was at. Uh, it's. I forgot what I it's called. It at, uh, like it's I, I Blue Bar or something below. Sky Bar. Sky Bar. Sky Bar. Yeah, it's next to that House of Pain gym. It like, was in that was distract. my distract. Yes. Yeah. We need to bring that back. Um, <laughs> I, I just googled Sky Bar, and it's <laughs> what comes up is the most magnificent like Chinese Sky Bar venue. And I was like, "This ain't." This does not require a comment whatsoever, but I just want everyone to know the Island Boys have added a fifth Island Boy, Dude, and then they shave their heads. Then they That's shave their heads. Yes. All of them shave their heads. They all shave their. They look ridiculous now, like <laughs> even more ridiculous. I don't. It, it, they are suckering me in. I am literally the TMZ guy for the the Island Boys. I will keep everyone up to date. Oh my god! I wonder how many more they're going to add. They're going to be uh, like. It's it's so cringy now, but they're like I don't know if they're in on it because they are getting comments and they're just like responding to the comments, whatever they're doing, you know. Um, so wild. they're still doing their thing. Britney Spears is pregnant. How about that? Um, I didn't know she, like it's with her boyfriend or whatever, and she's had kids before. I don't really know her whole family situation, but obviously she's now free, so good for her. Yeah, she's got two two boys that are like in high school, and then. Her boyfriend's quite a bit younger than her, so right. they're having another baby. Whenever they make a, or have they made a Britney? I think they made a Britney documentary. No, they made. She wasn't like a part of it. the The movement who was like wasn't it on Hulu? It was very. It was by the New York Times. It was excellent. Yeah, yeah. but it was, was like gonna, all the people trying to free her. It wasn't like her. Right. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to hear more about like from her son's perspectives and high school then like <laughs> yeah like I, I was just gonna say high school that's interesting like i wonder what they you know have to go with through on a day-to-day -day basis um that was one of the selections by jack d more coming up uh, of course here on winging it we've also got an interview with our guy andrew mcbride and his stand-up comedian uh, comedian work down in florida so excited to talk to him at the end of the tea
Um, all right, I literally saw a video of I don't know if we could pull this up, perhaps, but maybe not. No worries if not. Of a guy who lives in the metaverse full time. I saw that, <laughs> bro. How depressing was that? <laughs> that was fucking weird. Is, is it his job to do it, or so? Like- yeah, they're they're basically. I think they're already like everyone's talking about how the metaverse is just going to be more jobs, you know, and I think they're already starting to have jobs available or people are doing it. Mark Zuckerberg saying that he takes all his meetings in the metaverse picture a guy in like just a closet with a bed. And, you know, he's just wearing these goggles. <laughs> he and like he's... gets up from bed. Yeah. This, oh, this here we go. Here we go, <laughs> D- bro. It, and then it says, and here he is taking a shower. <laughs> Bro, he's, he's in a kiddie pool he's in a kiddie pool bathing himself he's laying in the crib <laughs> is this fucking real yes this guy this guy just lives full-time in the metaverse um, <laughs> why does he have to shower like that why can't he just take his glasses off and go fucking shower for real because he literally does not want to he thinks it's <laughs> least like it was so depressing it's literally like fucking ready player one he was like it's less productive for me to leave the metaverse than it is to sit in my own fucking filth and bathe myself in a kiddie pool here's like, a disgusting did do you know is this guy making money like are they trying to pay him to like study if it's a thing you know i don't know and like i wonder if it's just like you know that look what his living situation is he literally might just think that life in the metaverse is better than what he's currently got going on which is so sad i'm pretty sure he did say that he thinks life is just like better in there because you can like control it more some shit like that i don't know yeah, like you could just do whatever. You could just escape reality. And that creeps me the fuck out. But we're going to see more and more people like this. Um, speaking of TikTok, I got roasted on TikTok for my Batman take. People love that movie. What the yeah. fuck? I mean, now that it's on HBO, I guess I got to give it the good old, uh, you know, at home viewing too. But they, I didn't realize how many people were like going to bat like they were a Swifty or something. <laughs> well, remind me, remind me your take because I just started it and it's it. I, I basically it just down. said it was good, not great, and then yeah. I got, everyone's like L, and I was like, all right, I'll take that. <laughs> L take elephant. Well, yeah, I, TikTok comments are a fucking whole different world. Like once one yeah. starts, they all just like they're ruthless. It's funny because you post that same thing on Instagram and you don't get anything like that. It, TikTok's a whole new world, and it's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, uh, you know, I guess I'll have to revise my take. I, I was just shocked how many people are obsessed with that movie. Like, what, you know, I it, do you guys have a movie like that? Like, maybe Inception for me, where it's like, if you say Inception's a bad movie, like, you're, I think you're stupid. <laughs> but not really, you know. I'm sure we could go down that and, like, name movies that yeah. we all love versus. But, like, that have, like, a cult following almost. Like, good God. I, I didn't understand it. But hey, well, I wonder. Down. I wonder if the girls do to what Robert Patterson. I yeah. wonder if like they're behind that too now. Cause like I, I got D's attention when I started it and I was like, oh, that's Robert Patterson. She's like, she's like, what? He's Batman? And she's freaking out. <laughs> yeah. No, his career arc's crazy from Twilight to, you know, he's got, he's like the toast of Hollywood now. Getting Jewel in his utility belt while he was that filming. Was- and it <laughs> says. <laughs> It said, this really is our generation's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me a lot of uh, the Game of Thrones last season, too. Like, when you saw behind the scenes and a lot of the younger actors are like Starbucks and jewels in hand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. The Starbucks cup that was left out on one scene and I'm fucking, yeah. uh, on like a tapestry. 
<laughs> um, a Black Sails was lit. I finished it. I do, haven't seen any like pirate shows, and that you know this gets the job done. It gets a little long in the fourth season, but like seasons two and three are epic. I binged the dropout. I think it's a much fucking watch. Uh, it was excellent, dude. Amanda Seyfried killed it. Uh, she was like method acting. Like I literally thought it was. She was so. She was even jowly. She was like, yeah, you know, yeah like her chin was sticking out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I what's, the, what's the dropout about? It's, it's about, about Elizabeth Holmes and how she basically defrauded. Like, it's insane. How did she get away with it? She cre- She was like a genius, and she was at Stanford, and she created this. She was trying to create this thing that could test, do at-home blood tests, and test for like hundreds of different diseases at once in like the prick of a finger. Right. So- it was for basically people that were afraid of blood, who hate giving blood. So it was much easier for a lot of people to get tested for various different diseases with just a drop. That's a thing, right? But they lied about it. They basically could not create an invention that they were basically lying about being able to create for like seven to 10 years. Yeah, she couldn't get it to work. So she kept like faking the numbers and that it was working for to keep getting investments. And then, they, then she stole the uh, the like the other machine and like just put her logo on it and was just using the tests on the competitor's machine. Like, yeah, it's pretty interesting. They show them like meet with like CVS and Walgreens and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. actors they found for like just different roles there are great. Yeah, um, they got they got man Amanda say I'm gonna pronounce it. Yeah, safe safe read, safe ride. Yeah. yeah, Naveen Andrews, Kate McKinnon, uh William H. Macy. So yeah, yeah William H. Macy would too. Yeah, that's part. Frank from Shameless. Um, and the, the Walgreens dude is uh the best friend in Ferris Bueller cameron okay and uh oh the guy for the guy who was supposed to tech test uh the technology was the dude from mad men um uh, oh yeah 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 what else uh oh i forgot my point there oh saeed from lost (laughs) he was like the one of the main characters i love saeed he was great stranger oh i'm now i'm binging better call saul anyone on that life i've seen the first season i've only seen the first season as well i need to get back into it yeah, because yeah, their final season just came out. I think I saw Austin was watching it. So mm-hmm. that's my new binge of the week. We'll get to Jack's here in just a moment. But uh, Stranger Things 4 coming this summer. I'm hyped. That looked oh, awesome. The, uh, the soundtrack. Go look up the trailer when you get a chance, uh, audience, too. Uh, the soundtrack is epic. It looks, you know, I was like, how could they keep doing this? There's a new demon every season, but it, it's still captivating. That's what I'm like. I don't know. I'm interested to see this one play out because I thought Stranger Things season one was phenomenal. Yeah. And season kinda... two, I was glued. I think I watched it all in one sitting and then got that eighth or ninth episode. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, all right. And last thing from me, just something I find cool because I'm an oddball. Paleontologists apparently have found traces of the asteroid that took out the dinosaurs. That's pretty <laughs> damn cool. I don't know. Interesting um i i'm fascinated by dinosaur life uh, you, but it was do probably, you know where they did that found that i i do not i imagine it was i think i might have glanced over it but you know yeah. just whose job is it to i think that's what my brother wanted to grow up being was a paleontologist um just going to discover fossils and shit dude little story there there was like in my previous life a construction a uh, ton of dinosaurs are found in Colorado, like right in the uh, sure. foothills. Yeah. And um, and basically the 
one of our job sites like ran in into a bone and they like had to shut the entire thing down and a bunch of these like what i guess paleontologists come in and you know like these guys are used to working with huge earth moving machines and all yeah. of a sudden these guys are out there with brushes like <laughs> yeah, no, they're dusting away I, and I they're feel just, like i went on a school field trip like that where you got to yeah. do shit like that oh um, yeah yeah like construction people hate that shit because if you like stumble upon that or like an indian burial ground it's just Ooh. like no go like you can't I, fucking do shit i got a couple stories about the indian burial ground stuff from construction as well and that is <laughs> very i i believe it very much now because of those stories okay remind me to get to that next episode for yeah. sure. i'm writing that down um all right let's get to the tea with jack d some selections for you to binge and then we'll hear from uh stand-up comedian andrew mcbride here on winging it uh asap rocky was arrested today at lax in connection to a um November 2021 shooting and his bail has been set at $550,000. So what, any word on what the shooting was? I mean, it was kind of out of nowhere. They basically just had a warrant for him as soon as he landed. That's crazy. I also saw they raided his house and apparently came out with like evidence. Yeah. I, uh, I have not looked into it too much, but be more to come there and Riri's pregnant. So that's kind of bad timing tough all right um let's see what's next uh this is interesting a hundred people with rare the same rare cancer who all attended the same new jersey high school have all banded together demanding answers because they're wondering why only them have it that damn is- type of cancer is it does it say uh it doesn't uh I screenshotted the wrong part, but I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. It screams like asbestos to me or something. Yeah. You know? Oh, wait, I did screenshot it. Uh, extremely rare malignant brain tumors. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Well, yeah. wild. Yeah. Did you hear about the similar thing happening near us growing up? And like, that uh, Turnberry subdivision versus? I think. Yeah, I think so. And uh, basically, there's this huge dumping ground where back in the day, like around our good old stomping ground, there was like a lot of, uh, you know, gravel roads. And supposedly he sprayed this like chemical that uh, would keep the dust down. But long story short, stored it in this backyard and the neighborhood developments that came later on, like there was a huge same thing, like pocket of I forget, but um, it's almost like Chernobyl. It's like you right. just can't be there. That's yeah. it. And you have no way of no. There was a neighborhood in Rapid City right as I was leaving that just had like it was sinking. Like they had just built a subdivision over a sinkhole and like huh. people were like having to evacuate their homes. It's like, how do you sell that? How do you like could guys like could you even is it is that even insured like i don't know your house just falls into the earth one day (laughs) no kidding (laughs) that'd be Uh, literally what happened at uh top of the rock if you guys ever saw that no oh dude same same difference top of the rock in missouri with all the golf courses like beautiful golf courses i ended up going there after the sinkholes happened but there was like I want to say seven sinkholes that all like at the same time gave on their property and it just destroyed their like 
phenomenal courses. Yeah, like their value and shit. You lose so much money off that shit. Yeah, like my old house, we were able to sell it and get out and made a profit. But we were like, God, we were dealing with flooding issues because they literally just the crooks built us on top of like a moving river. Like there was so much moisture underneath their house. It was like, Jesus, all right, next person's problem. Um, all right, so these uh, New Jersey uh, classmates, that's uh, that's some shitty luck there. Yeah. Um, Will Smith is being flooded with movie off- offers after his Oscars appearance. Really? I, I didn't know how things were going because, like, you know, the Oscars banned him or whatever, but it seems things are looking up. Yeah. He also st- still won Best Actor, so. Yeah. yeah. The quote was that Hollywood loves a redemption story. So <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Correct. But do you all want to see more Will Smith? Because I kind of do. I, I like do too. I love the King Richard movie. Yeah. It was great. It was really? awesome. Yeah. Um, Joe Biden told Barack Obama he plans to run again in 2024. Stop it. Stop it, please. <laughs> I would like to see him physically run. I, I would still like to see him actually do that in four years. Yeah. I would like to see him like pass a driver's license. <laughs> Dude, they yeah. can't drive. Take the ACT. Take the (laughs) ACT. I want to see what he's scoring on the ACT right now and in four years. (laughs) Did you see? uh, Did you see? I think this just came out today or he was training. Piers Morgan apparently sat down with Trump and he just posted a snippet of it. And Trump's like gets up and leaves the interview. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, there was. There's a video. The video was doctored. I found out. But there is such a funny video of Biden when he stopped speaking and he like turned around and there was like no one there. <laughs> he had to shake nobody's hand. But apparently that was like someone fucked with the video and made it fake. But it looks so funny because he's just <laughs> on stage like trying to shake someone. Yeah, he tries to play it off, and people are just like, "Is he yeah. okay?" My favorite is that one where he's walking and like the Secret Service agent tells him to go one way, and Biden just keeps walking. And yeah. someone remade it. And it was like it was to never let him know your move. And it's just Biden keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> all right hope, well more i hope more i'm president biden i hope i'm trump's level one day whenever i'm rich and famous and i can walk out of an interview that's that's a power move yeah he's yeah. like you're he's like you're down he's like you're a clown. Uh, so you're johnny depp's uh domestic abuse trial has started and it's nuts because everyone for so long was like johnny depp's a bad guy johnny depp's a right. bad guy but like all this recordings are like coming out of like her like hitting him and doing all crazy shit and like there's videos of her in court like like smiling and then she puts on like this serious like acting face when she starts like talking and uh yeah like it's just crazy shit and like apparently like her and her friend like shit on his bed that came out in are you guys frozen you guys here Sorry, yeah, no, we, we've got it all. My my internet's just a little <laughs> unstable, but I think I've got you. Oh, yeah, but just it's just like nuts, and so it's interesting to see how it's going to play out if like they actually like like she gets charged for it instead of him, or I guess not charged. They're like trying; she's trying to take half his money or whatever. So. Yeah, it's funny that he brought it up. Like, what? So the shitting on the bed—that was something. Yeah, like she was just apparently super toxic. Like you know. Yeah. 
obviously you don't want to say, you know, it's, you don't want to say someone's crying wolf or something, but they, because most of the cases they're not, but this appears to be one of the cases where it was like, wow, we, she was just lying, dead lying to our face, apparently as it's coming out in court. Yeah. He's even using like the kids now I heard in court and he was and like, I, people- I tried to avoid this, but now that it's so public, like I'm just going to spill the beans kind of deal. And people were like shitting on uh, how she's still starring in like Aquaman and shit, you know, like she's still getting roles where Johnny Depp isn't necessarily getting as many roles. Imagine trying to judge and like people listen to this. And I don't know how the court case is really set up. Like, I don't know if they're in front of a jury or not, but uh, when you're dealing with actors that can change everything about their persona so quickly and so well, I wonder if that, is much more difficult in court. That's a great point. The city of Detroit allegedly overtaxed homeowners by $600 million between 2010 and 2016. So, so I mean, how does that, yeah. How does that happen for so long? You know, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's something I wouldn't notice either. Cause I, I don't look into shit like that. And I'm just like, whatever, pay it. I'm like, you tell me a number, right. I'm paying it. Right. And you're not your own accountant. Like you don't know all the, I guess, legal taxing of your area and all like, I don't know. No one's doing that. So it must have been some accountant that was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, I was live in the airport when TSA got the call. There is no more masks. Dude, how epic was that? You know, I, I I read a great fucking point where like airline workers were just relieved because they were turned into cops. You know, I they was, had to be fucking cops. I was literally like putting my shoes back on in TSA and this dude runs up and he's like, they blocked it. Like, you know, like, yeah, he's like and the lady's like, wait, I think we still have to wear it in the airport. She's like, nope, no, we don't. Nope, they blocked it. Like, he was pumped. And- what was crazy how it's like, what, some judge was just like, all right, I'm striking this down. It's like, where the fuck was, you know, why weren't we doing this? And now it's apparently appealed. But, like, Biden's just like, do what you want. I mean, it's who no one knows or cares anymore at this point. Well, they totally appealed it because it was a – trump appointed judge right when he was but it's like which was like well shit at least she's fucking helping everyone out like dude everyone wants that the airline ceos wrote a letter to biden trying to get it he wouldn't do it so now it's like come on and they were extending it it's like why are we doing you know yeah means no sense um Netflix shares have plunged more than 30% after the streaming platform lost 200,000 subscribers in the previous quarter. This was insane. Um, So first time they had lost subscribers since 2011. Um, Yeah, they they tanked like 40%. I saw Bill Ackman was trending because I think he bought like so many shares back in January. And now he's just got to be, it's got to be a rough day for him today. And they, while it's on sale yeah. and they said they're looking well they said they're now looking into having ads on there oh god yeah. well no here's what's smart about it is uh they, they would just make a ad tier so it's like Uh-oh. hey if you're real if you really are stingy enough to where you don't want to pay what is it now 15 bucks a month hey you could pay seven bucks a month but we'll flood you with ads and it's like Dude, uh, just like hulu now right yeah exactly yeah. 
And that's but, why Netflix had it kind of got shat on because it was like, all right, they never do ads. Like, are they missing out on money? Oh shit. Now they're losing subscribers. Um, yeah, that, that was nuts. Dude, I just did a quick math. Like in one month, that could be 3.5 to $4 million. <laughs> yeah. They are uh shit. They're they're like down to fucking 110 or maybe like they're down to what they were a couple of years ago in stock price, which is just insane. Um, Alex Jones's Infowars has filed for bankruptcy and he is facing lawsuits for past comments claiming that the Sandy Hook shooting was staged. That I yeah, I don't know what he's doing there, but that is my favorite soundbite ever. Goddamn fucker. Listen, fuckhead, yeah. you fucking <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a, a seedy move too, because like he's like him filing for bankruptcy was like a ploy to just try and avoid paying these people even more, like to tie it up in courts. How did he even rise to fame? Was it through InfoWars? Yeah, Dude, I think no. he's just like being, you know, super just disparaging comments and like i love a conspiracy theory but yeah he takes it to the max he he went viral when uh of this like ceremony of you know the richest people from hollywood basically. Oh, oh yeah that's right where he uh that the whole conspiracy about the uh bohemian grove the world's elite meet once a month in like bohemian grove and they sacrifice humans and shit yeah um yeah. Yeah, took, that, it, took it too far like no doubt that rich people meet and like work together and whatnot would you not if you were extremely rich but yeah he got a video of it and then blew it up because exactly that he, he tied it to a lot of things that probably aren't true or at least i like to believe they aren't true yeah he's super conspiracy guy um yeah but yeah the sandy hook thing is that it's like dude chill um no 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 <laughs> oh, I just died. <laughs> You're uh, what did you? Right. I can remember. I can remember a couple of the last things off my head. We were at the end. Um, right. The world's oldest gorilla turned 65. The White House press secretary said that student loan cancellation is not off the table yet. That would be epic. Legalized um, pot next. I couldn't believe it had been 10 years since uh, Colorado. Yeah. Um, then to like movies and stuff. Johnny Depp said that he's never watched one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and Disney couldn't pay him all the money in the world to make another one. Yeah. And uh, Will Ferrell has been cast with Ryan Gosling in the new live action Barbie movie. Really? Ryan Gosling plays Ken and Margot Robbie plays Barbie. I was gonna say, like, is that? It sounds like a great cast. I hope the story's good. It sounds like yeah, they got a good line. Like a more like adult type story. Cool. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, and then first, fuck, I had one more movie that was coming out. Oh, Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon are gonna play Phil Knight and whoever the other person was, and it's gonna be the story of how they signed Michael Jordan to the shoe. Yeah. Nice. Because he was in a battle with a couple other whoever he went to would make the shoe company and he chose yeah. Nike. What'd you uh what'd you think of Jerry West suing our boy Adam McKay? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? That's nuts. Yeah, he like called for like an apology, a public apology on it, and someone quoted the tweet and said, That's exactly what the show Jerry West would do <laughs> if if he got sued. Um yeah. and then for suggestions, uh there's a new show on paramount plus miles teller 
about getting the Godfather created. He plays Francis Ford Coppola. It looks pretty cool. I've heard it's um, good, yeah. And then I didn't finish Severance, but Brendan did, and he said it was awesome. So that's really yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's kind of got like a Black Mirror sort of vibe, though. Okay. It's just uh, it's an interesting plot line. I, I would check it out if you kind of like darker things. I'm into it. I'm into. Is then, that on Apple or Paramount? Apple. 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 And then it snuck up on us, but next Friday is the final part two of Ozark. Yep, yep. yep. I'm excited. I I was disappointed, but I'm excited for the last couple batch. Um, I got to binge Better Call Saul first. And then not a new show, but I uh, I restarted Friday Night Lights, and I'm absolutely hooked again. So. <laughs> I saw your tweet. Such a great series. Oh my god, it's incredible. Your eyes. Yeah. Your eyes full art. Coach Eric uh, Taylor. Yeah. Um, that's the tea with Jack T selections as well. Appreciate the fellows. Let's talk to Andrew McBride on winning it. All right. I've been talking about wanting to get this guy on for quite a bit. He's been doing some awesome things on social media. This is Andrew McBride, a McBride 16 on TikTok and Instagram. And let's start there, Andrew. Thanks for joining us. Of course, first, uh, thanks for having me. You've been doing kind of some stand-up and then also going viral, having the ability to go viral on TikTok with some creative skits. You know, how awesome has that been? And what have you been kind of doing with that lately? Yeah, that, that was awesome. You know, it's always cool to like have something in your head and bring it to life and get the feedback that you're looking for. But I mean, honestly, that stuff just kind of stemmed from the whole comedy thing. You know, the, uh, the hardest thing about comedy down here is finding stage time. And when you have all these creative ideas, dude, you got to put them somewhere. And you know, that's the beautiful thing about technology now, nowadays is there's so many outlets to get such different things out there. So, you know, just kind of ran with it. But, you know, I've definitely kind of slowed down a little more on the TikToks the last few weeks just because I've been focused on the comedy. But, sure. dude, I, I love getting out there, especially making people laugh in any way I can do to love it. That's what's so funny about hanging out with you is every, every left and right, it's a joke off your mouth. So when you told us, or like me and Idella, you're getting into it, I was pumped dude i was like yeah i see nothing more than this kid getting a whole crowd just laughing about some like touchy subjects like you yeah, approached yeah, those exactly. like <laughs> yeah you're, you got the balance of finding like where's the line with my crowd or like my audience and then how far can i push it kind yeah, of thing. and it's actually crazy because i mean everyone always thinks with like everything nowadays that like if you get on you know get on stage you can't talk about a lot of stuff and i mean obviously there's obvious things you you know you can't talk about but I mean, once you get there and you see some of the stuff that people say, like, you're like, wow, like, you know, you can actually push the line a lot farther than you even thought. So, you know, that, that was like one of the biggest questions people asked me. It was like, oh, like, do you feel like you can't even tell jokes nowadays? And it's like, if anything, it's the opposite, you know, like, obviously you'll say like a joke and there's always going to be that one or two people in the crowd that disagree. But like now you'll just everybody will like aim towards the heckler you know and then everybody <laughs> else in the room is starting to hate on them too so it's like you could have kept your mouth shut like. <laughs> well what are some of the difficulties and challenges that getting into it because you mentioned I, I'm fascinated with how comedy is changing like obviously stand-up is the glory days and then you had COVID and now it's post-COVID yeah. what, what have you learned since you've kind of dipped your toe into it? Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of got lucky and I, you know, I didn't start right at COVID. So I didn't have that huge gap that a lot of comedians did where they started and then they just kind of had to stop. But I mean, honest, honestly, dude, the hardest part is just getting over the fear on getting, you know, getting on stage and like 
the way that I looked at it is I was like, you know, I've done a lot of stupid stuff in my life and there's probably nothing that I've already done that can make me look any worse. So, you know, <laughs> and then also like, you know, in comedy, you always know that that first time is going to be your absolute worst. So, sure. you know, it's only up from there, you know, and it's like anything else, you know, even if you're funny with your friends and whatnot, you know, still getting on stage, it's a totally different thing. And just like trying anything new, you're not going to be the best when you first get on there, but you work at it. You know? The places that you're going on stage, they're like south of where you're living, or well, going, like... uh, so. So I go to Miami, which is literally directly right across the state, and I do that on Tuesday nights. And then there's a few places in Cape Coral, which is about 45, 50 minutes north of me. So you know, I oh, go there. Okay. I, there. There's really not too much, you know, local comedy here. There's a one big club, but. They got so big during COVID because Florida was the only place that was open that right. now they rarely have open mics. So, you know, it's really mm -hmm. one of those things that if you want to make it work, you, you got to go out there and grind. So. Do you do you have like a, a story where you were like, hell yeah, this is awesome that you'll always remember. And then also after that, do you have kind of a nightmare story that you're like, shit, I'm trying to forget? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say nightmare yet. And if anything, the nightmare story would definitely be my first time getting on stage. You know, like all, all my friends told me like, oh, you know, you're going to do great. So, dude, I got I was so cocky. I didn't even write jokes. You know, <laughs> I, I had like two or three things that I wanted to talk about. And I thought it was going to destroy. And like I get up there, the nerves hit me. I was not expecting that at all, dude. I totally froze. I could barely even speak. And um, yeah, I mean, I even looked for some help in the crowd and like this one lady, she was like, you're the one that decided to get up there, <laughs> uh, you know? So that would be my nightmare story. And you know, the, the best one would be, you know, that first time you get like the whole room to laugh. Like there, there yeah. is not a better feeling than like saying something and just, you, like I said, getting that response, you know? And, you know, I, I've been in a room where there was like 160 people. So when they do that, dude, you, you know, it, it sounds awesome sounds awesome that's what you said when we last were shredding the gnar in colorado you were just like <laughs> once it's once you get a crowd laughing then it's just like okay like, exactly. Hey, exactly you know yeah for sure so talk a little bit about obviously we go back uh to our st louis days you're living in yeah. florida now what has that been like and what are some of the differences there do you try and get back i see you're obviously still a rams fan uh even well, though they left us but yeah <laughs> I left first. Maybe they were trying to follow me, but they <laughs> Florida. There was too many football teams down here already. Like, yeah. But you know, honestly, um, I mean, obviously, anywhere you go, people are going to be different. But like the thing, honestly, that I that I noticed that it's kind of weird to say, but it's not like a, there's not really a culture, you know. In St. Louis, we're a baseball town. Everybody, you know, we bleed the Cardinals, the Blues. It doesn't matter where your background is from. You go to a Cardinals game, you basically are a family. You know, here. Yep. It's everybody from every part of the, you know, the world, honestly, that, that's how South we are. I am at least that it's so international. So, you know, if anything, there, there's not like that core, you know, that, that core at home. And that's, that's definitely like the biggest thing that I miss. And that's half the reason why, you know, I come back so much. I stay yeah. so, you know, such in touch with everyone back home because, you know, you, you never want to forget where you came from. And, you know, I'm proud to be from St. Louis. So. Yeah. So you were talking about, possibly moving out to california is that still in the books or are you gonna no nah, that, that kind of fell through i mean just uh just the timing and everything and the way that the market was i mean it really didn't make sense and like you know the uh, yeah. some of the comedians that i've worked with they you know they came over from la and they were saying like you know you're struggling to find stage time here where it's going to be just as bad if not worse there because 
yeah, there's more comedy places, but everyone and their mother is trying to get in, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like an another thing that I used to think is like Naples isn't really a comedy city, you know? So I was like, you, yeah. you can't really get big in a city that doesn't really have comedy. So that's why I was thinking LA, but you know, then I kind of switched my perspective and I was like, if you can bring comedy to a city that doesn't have it and shake the room, so to speak, you are going to get so much more notice than if I could do this in LA because everybody is doing it. Nobody's yeah. doing this. So. That's super smart because we, we've had, we've talked to Andrew Klinkhammer too, who like went through living in LA. And yeah, it's like, yeah. Always so I yeah, like, you know, you get to deal with no state income tax in Florida versus paying out your yeah. ass, you know, fucking <laughs> exactly. across the way. Um, and that, that was another thing is I was like, you know, like I, I'm happy with where I'm at and how long I've been in comedy, but at the same time, I'm nowhere near ready to move out to LA. You know, I, I would end up going broke before anything happened. And, you know, I would just be right back to square one, but with no money. So, yeah. you know, it was definitely, uh, you know, it kind of, I was looking really forward to it living with Germ, but um, it was definitely a mature choice to say. Yeah. So, uh, so then are you looking at buying houses, bro? Florida man? That's the move, right? I mean, definitely buy something within the next couple of months, the way the market is. But right now, I'm, I'm, I got a pretty sweet deal of where I'm at. So I'm just renting, keeping my options open. Yeah. yeah, I had to like the market was so insane up here in the Twin Cities. And then we just like lucked out by, you know, stumbling into a house and catching a bargain. Yeah um yeah my last thing there kind of is what was your goal I mean I love kind of your vision what you're doing you've obviously got the smart ambition to kind of make your own self you mentioned the internet as a useful tool so you can do comedy wherever uh what are some of your goals I mean I, I mean so the end goal honestly is you know I definitely like want to make it and stand up comedy you know um I definitely have some mile markers in there that I want to like you know get to but within like the next year I definitely want to be headlining um, right now I'm just kind of landing guest spots. So, you know, he headlining is definitely something that's big on the list. Um, I mean, it's kind of corny, but every everyone's going to say as a comedian, they want to perform at Madison square garden. So that, you know, that that's the grand slam right, right. there. You know, you got to take baby steps. So that, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, and then, you know, uh, TikToks, I definitely, I have some up my sleeve that I definitely want to get out there, but you know, one of the, one of the hardest things too, is like, you know, finding people that are like willing to put in the work with you and then also finding times that match with everybody. So, you know, that's definitely been a little hard lately, but we got some stuff up their sleeves that we, uh, we want to get out there. I've noticed, uh, I've noticed a lot of people saying that actually like the content that I follow online, they'll say the same thing that I please hit like the subscribe button or whatever, because like, I guess it's really boosting differently yeah, now yeah. and stuff no, like yeah, that. It's, it's so weird how the algorithms work, dude. You know, like with that, with that football video, I mean, me and one of my buddies, we posted the same video, but like, you know, I use the right <laughs> hashtags and then boom. Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like weird stuff like that. And, you know, another thing too, when it comes to, you know, making content is, I like to be original and stuff like that. I don't like to do everything that is trending, you know, and, you know, sometimes I do it just to stay, you know, in the game. But once I feel like I'm just following what everyone's doing, that's typically when I'll take a little step back and be like, let me, let me put my focus on something else. Check yeah. out his uh, great stuff. Andrew McBride, a McBride 16 on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, yeah. And we love talking to people like comedians and content creators like yourself, you know, it's all part of the game and, you know, this is the golden yeah. age of content creation um so again i i just want to wrap up with kind of you know you're super interesting guy doing all these interesting things 
you've been sober for a number of years now. Um, is there any, you know, anything you want to share that you think the audience would find interesting difficulties, maybe inspirations you found along the way? Especially, especially comedy clubs, like where most people go and want to drink. Get You're high surrounded and, like, by, yeah. you know, in your yeah. profession. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've been sober for a little over a year and a half. And I mean, like at the end of the day, when it comes to getting sober, I mean, you, you have to definitely want to do it for yourself. There's people out there that, you know, they might have a bad weekend or something. And that's why they're thinking about quitting. And that's, that's why that never works. You kind of have to say enough is enough. You know, it's fun until it's not fun. I, you know, when you start waking up in a jail cell next to some smelly homeless dude, you know, <laughs> definitely, definitely loses its touch. So, sure. I mean, that, that, that's the main thing is I was starting to look at the consequences. I started seeing, you know, the, the pattern with all my relapses. And the main thing was, is like, I didn't want to be one of those people that, you know, they waste their whole life, you know, just because of one stupid night out with their friends, you know, yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that was the main thing is, you know, you have to waking up after a blackout, you know, if I was in a jail cell, you could tell me that I hit someone and I would have no idea, you know, and there, there's people that they throw their entire life away. You, know, you saw yeah. what happened with uh, rugs or with that, the Raiders player, you know, perfect yeah. example, perfect example, dude. So yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Of you had, I love I love when you joke about it though. Like <laughs> your TikToks are that was the other one that went viral too, right? Yeah. Like the way I look at it is I spent all this money, you know, for a lawyer and stuff. I might as well try to get some of it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a heavy play. Yeah. Um well you're killing you're killing it. We appreciate you stopping by. Glad to see you're doing so well. Here it is for the visual audience. Uh A McBride 16 there on Instagram. It's the same on TikTok as well. Uh, Andrew, thanks for stopping by. We look forward to kind of keeping up oh, yeah, with what you're doing. Good seeing you boys. Yeah, you too, man. I'll visit soon, right? Oh, yeah, please do.